1: Love, Talk Radio Broadcasting Live Around the World. This is The Ryan Lindsay Show. Phone lines are open to speak with Ryan or any of his guests at 319 527 6702 or email Ryan. The email address is Ryan at RyanLindsayShow.com. Now, here's Ryan Lindsay. From the great northwoods of Wisconsin, I am Ryan Lindsay, and we've got another great show for you tonight. Lisa Tahir is my guest on the phone and we'll be talking about emotional healing. We'll be talking about her book The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy and Self Forgiveness. So that's coming up shortly. Wanna remind you about guests coming up later in the week on Wednesday, my favorite one of my favorite psychics, John Russell, will be on the show. Uh, he'll be doing uh, live psychic readings on Wednesday for two hours, and then on Friday, uh, we'll also. by the way, uh, Wednesday, we'll also talk about John's book, Riding with Ghosts, Angels, and Spirits of the Dead, and then on Friday, we'll talk with Norman Plotkin about hypnotherapy, so that should be a fun conversation as well. My co-host joins me on the phone once again, also a hypnotherapist, uh, Mystic Tamara Gleason. Tamara, how are you?
0: Hi, I'm good tonight. A little cold up here in Wisconsin, but great show as we do this deep inner work. (laughs) I'm looking forward to our our tonight's guest. It sounds like a a great topic right before the election, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Full moon coming up
0: and everything. Yeah.
1: Yep, we'll get into that uh, as well um, I want to remind listeners There are a couple of you on hold already This, uh, this will not be a show Where, we're, where we'll be doing astro- astrological readings um, We'll be doing psychic readings on Wednesday So if you're on hold right now for a reading Then uh, I'm sorry to uh, disappoint you And the, they hung up yeah, <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, you, you have a psychic on one time, Tamara, I tell you. <laughs> oh, okay. I we, know. Okay, how I is know. how is your how is your event going? We've been talking about your event in uh, Menominee, Wisconsin, at Goven's Farm, the Haunted cool. uh, Train Terror.
0: Yeah. Yeah, at Govins Farms, the, the trailer chair. We did a lot of readings, and uh, especially on Saturday. And now this weekend is the last weekend of the five weeks that uh, the event's been going on. And Aaron will be doing his escapes. But, yeah, talking about astrology, I've been, you know, I am not an astrologer, and, but I have a lot of friends that are. And I, I just get it organically downloaded from my guidance team, right? But many, many years ago, um, spirit told me to to, to listen. It, you know, it, and because of that, it's like spirit has brought me so many different forms of astrology and, and so many different wisdom keepers that are here at this this time in this lifetime. I think you know we are healing so much in this lockdown, shutdown, um, whatever you want to call it, from the universe. To be able to really view ourselves as an observer and heal through our our traumas of lifetimes um, with this cryon effect. I know a little about it, but I'm looking so forward to hearing more um, about the inner work we're doing as a certified hypnotherapist that works in in intuitive healing and you know healing you know through age regression as as well as being a psychic medium. Um, I just think this is a topic that needs to be talked about more in the fact that we, we get through it to heal, you know, aspects of self, those old core wounds of being human or, or other, right? So I just think this is just a great topic. I know this year I thought, you know, just when you think you're healing is, you know, like I'm doing good. You know, sometimes we have to be in reflective, you know, reflective and be able to look in for with different eyes, you know, the wounded healer, the Mm -hmm. crying effect. So I'm looking very forward to learning more on tonight's show.
1: Sure. It's going to be fun. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it. Shall we? Uh, Lisa Tahir is a licensed clinical social worker. She is a certified uh, in EMDR Level 1 and in Reiki Level 2 and is a thought coach through the Institute for Transformational Thinking. She is also the host of the weekly podcast All Things Therapy on L.A. Talk Radio. Very glad to welcome Lisa Tahir to the show. Lisa, how are you?
2: Ryan and Tamara, thank you so much for having me on. It's all about life. I am really Happy to be here with both of you and your listeners.
1: Thank you. Thank, thank you. Oh, Our pleasure, definitely. Let's, let's get right into the book here. What is, what is Chiron?
2: Well, Chiron is the mythological Greek figure. He was a centaur in mythology, so he had both animal instincts and human consciousness. He was the founder of the medical and healing arts in Greek mythology of modern-day medicine and pharmacy. And story has it that he incurred an injury that caused him (laughs) to want to lose his life, and Zeus granted him that. He was put in touch with human frailty, and just the pain was overwhelming. And I share that story because it's a metaphor of when, you know, something comes across our lives that we might not expect, we're unprepared for, and the emotional pain can be so overwhelming that we want it to end. And unfortunately, some people might take their lives instead of working with the trauma or event that can be alleviated. So that was one of the reasons I wanted to write my book, to offer people hope and healing from painful things that they experience. And secondarily, Chiron is an astrological placement. It's a comet, a minor planet, designated astronomically, that's found in our birth chart, and it points to one of 12 core woundings that I have discovered and talk about and write about.
1: Great. What does it mean by core wounding? What do you mean by that?
2: That's a great question. So a core wound is simply areas of vulnerability that we all have. They're the parts of our lives that we try to edit from others, we might hide those parts of ourselves. We might feel embarrassed. We might even feel shame. And so, a core wound can be something like an abandonment. It could be a core wound through or from neglect. And in my psycho astrology, my core wounding is in a sense of my value and worth. And so, a person with this core wounding might seek professional achievement, but still never really feel good enough. We might. Um, People please work really hard to be loved. And the real healing is found when we start to truly love ourselves and forgive ourselves and learn to turn the energy we expend on others back towards ourselves. So my book is really a journey into self-love because I do believe that when we are compassionately connected with ourselves through understanding that we can then turn that and really give that to others. And like you were both saying, before we came live, it is such an important time for that. With the election and the pandemic, there's such a need, I think, for compassion
1: towards each other. All right. Definitely, certainly. Absolutely. Now, now, in astrology, of course, we, we look at your birth date and time and place of, of, of birth. Can we do that the same for, like, the United States or, or a city or country or businesses?
2: Yeah, I found that really interesting, Ryan, when I was researching that I pulled the astrological chart of the United States of America and found that its Chiron, its core wounding, is in the sign of Aries, having to do with the core wounding again and our value and worth. And that seemed weird to me at first. The United States, the most powerful nation in the world, you know, what's that about? And then I kind of look to the issues, you know, that that we're voting upon um, for how we take care of immigrants or or lack thereof of affordable health care for everyone or not. You know, the way that women and children are treated, that it really points to the way the U.S. historically has taken care of other cultures, other countries, but neglected to really take care of its own people. So I found that placement to just be really interesting, and we have the opportunity to vote our hearts, vote our conscience, whatever that is, you know, for you, for the listener, and I just think it's really important that, that we exercise that right.
1: Right, absolutely, well said. Uh, so how do Thank we start you. So how do we start the process of wound healing then?
2: Well, you know, and that's a good question as well, Ryan. I was nodding my head, Pamela, as you were talking earlier, all the things you were talking about with with Ryan, just about the times that we're in and, and just healing being really important. And so I kind of intro the reader as creating the container for change. And for me, that means really setting aside the time a place, get a candle, get a journal that you're going to really be excavating, kind of going through your own history and memories as I share some of my life story and asking, you know, to be reflective. What does this story bring up for you? Both, you know, really wonderful memories of being and feeling loved and then times when you weren't loved and what comes up. And so you're going to be in dialogue with yourself throughout the experience of reading my book, and because I really want people to become more self-aware, more in touch with what motivates you, what you've moved away from or flinched even in, in fear or in pain. And so it's really about getting comfortable with knowing more about yourself and your shadow aspects. And Tamara, I'm thinking as a hypnotherapist and psychic medium, this would be an area for you, you know, like our shadow side that we might again edit from others or even from ourselves.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Who wants to work on the shadow? We don't wanna see the the, the I, I consider, you know, Earth as a school, right? And I think of astrology bank being kinda of like these are the classes you're gonna be taking. <laughs> and yeah. nobody wants to take the hard classes, right? Everybody wants right. to take totally. ones that are fun, <laughs> yeah. easy for them. Good, <laughs> you know, it's like I don't wanna take math. I don't wanna take, you know, this. I, I love taking art. that's easy for me. But sometimes you know, I think of Chiron as being that class that you really don't want to take, you know, it's kind of like
1: yeah. health class
0: yeah. or something, <laughs> you know, for me. It's like, I don't want to hear what is not good for me or, you know, so kind of explain some of that of, you know, and even though it's good and it's, it, it's good for your vessel and all of that. What, and I just know there's just such, you know, from my clients and myself included, we're digging deep into the wound, aren't we? Kind of like sometimes yeah. you can put a band aid over this stuff and, keep ourselves busy through job or through our persona or whatever. But even as you know, the wounded healer I I, I from my perspective, you know, we learn through compassion. Like we we don't yeah. learn compassion unless we go through something to see through the lens of somebody else. So kinda explain to us and I know Ryan is you know kind of knew what the cry on effect and i i briefly looked into it because it is one of those shadowy works that you know it's it's very important so how can we look at what it is you know i don't know if don or uh, ryan had given you our our birth date but so everybody has particular wounds that in this lifetime that we're really working through to see through a different lens is that what you're saying
2: That's so well said, Tamara. And, yes, that's what I've discovered is that based on this placement in our chart, and, no, I I don't have your (coughs) birth information to look at your Chiron placements, but you'll find I have an interactive website where you can plug in your date of birth, time of birth, as much as you know, and it will generate a Chiron sign placement in Aries, Taurus, Gemini, et cetera, all the way through Pisces, and then a house placement which is one through 12 and the house placement speaks to the area that our vulnerabilities, our core wounds show up. Like for me, it's in my personal identity, my relationship to myself. It's not something that's evident to others. In fact, they don't even know that I feel the ways that I have, or it's not aware to them for others. the, The placement might be in your personal finances, the way you manage your money or it might be in in the workplace or in an intimate relationship, for instance. And then, so you're going to learn what your core wound is, some you know reasons why you know, that might be the case for you, experiences you might have had throughout your life, and then I'll offer practical takeaway steps, like things you can begin doing right now. Like again, for my placement, Tiron and Aries, core wounding and value inverse, person like that. Tends to want to overcommit, like say yes to everything. Partially because they know <laughs> they want to please others, or they're really disinterested. And and one of the steps I offer for that person is to start learning to say let me let me check my schedule and get back to you, even if you want to do it, just to put a buffer of time so you can really step right. away and see if that serves you, if it really works for you, if it's going to be helpful, or if it's going to deplete you. So for all of the placements, I give these really practical steps that you can start doing, and and affirmations that you can meditate upon to really incorporate uh-huh. into your belief system.
1: So uh, I was, wow, sure. <laughs> I was just looking at the chart here in the uh, in the book, Lisa, and both Tamara and I are also Chiron and Aries.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So, does that, does that <laughs> resonate with either of you, what I was sharing around absolutely. your value and worth? Okay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and no matter absolutely. what you might do, so I think for y'all, for us, it's really important that we validate ourselves. We really affirm ourselves. I'm enough. Like, I'm enough right now without doing another thing. You know, is that something you both do in your own practice? Absolutely. Brian and I were college roommates
0: 30 years ago.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't that (laughs) funny? And, you know,
0: we we, and with all of this craziness that's going on on the planet, you know, and we connected probably, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, we'd lost ourselves. But then the Internet came around. So we're able to find each other again. And, you know, <laughs> Ryan's just one of those soul friends that I've known in many lifetimes. We used to have, you know, very esoteric conversations way back when. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me that Ryan, you know, when we found each other again, you know, he had a, you know, metaphysical radio show, and I was like a medium, hit the therapist, Reiki master, right? So it, wow. it didn't surprise us. So, but with all everything's going on, we lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota, as college students, and he being a broadcast student and me an artist, and we literally worked in the um, area in Minneapolis that that you know the the crazy started here with this pandemic, yeah. And uh, with the George Floyd stuff and the targets um, that we worked at, you know, I was a little cashier in college, and he was you know security. That is the one that, you know, all of this kind of stuff started and the the riots and the, you know, break-ins and things. So it was just very strange that it was just like, I got to call Ryan see what he thinks of this. And with that quick little call, it came into him starting a radio show again because Spirit was like, it's time to get together and do this and just make a platform for high vibrational teachers and wisdom keepers and yes. people that have been bringing the medicine to humanity, right? This is the good medicine, right? For people to, it's like, okay, you're not going crazy. You're going through an awakening. And here you are. And I just love that you have this stuff because, you know, people don't realize this. this is just for now. You're healing Hmm. through something. You're birthing birthing through something. And, you know, so many of, you know, especially the younger ones don't realize because they haven't, had so many experiences that these feelings within you that you're clearing you will boomerang through this you work through this and you are going to be so much more in alignment with the self you know and that's why we all need reminders in this we all need reminders in this being loving compassionate light workers that are so willing to serve so many times we, we we look at ourselves in the mirror and go, I'm just not doing enough. I could mm. be doing more than this. You know, even though we feel like we work twenty four seven. I feel like I should, you know, work myself to the bone or, you know, take on everybody's stuff <laughs> as a healer and transmute it for them and save everybody and get yes. in alignment everybody that we haven't had time to look at ourselves even. And, uh, I mean, truly, you know, it's like we're always doing the work, reiki on ourselves, hypnosis, you know, looking at our charts, going, okay, we're going to get through this. But ha- have you noticed that for yourself, Lisa, that this year your, your cry and stuff is coming back up again?
2: You know, Tamara, that I loved everything you said and what I've encouraged myself to to do in those moments that you were talking about the overdoing, the what more can I do, is to stop, to pause, and just really affirm what I've done and really actually action less and really take time to approve of myself, to value just the way I've been handling things, to, to slow down, to be reflective about how you've been conducting yourself and just really as much praise as you can give yourself. I've been doing that. Just I really like the way you handled You know, that call, the way you did that, just in my own mind, because I don't think we do that enough. We're off to the next thing, and it really heals us to just stop and reflect upon what we've done so well. And if there's something, you know, we feel like we could have done better, I'll review. Like, if I had it to do over, what what would I like to have said? And I'll just become very clear about that, because as you know, the universe gives us more opportunities to do it again. (laughs) And have our desired outcome, you know, so it's like I just kind of prepare and prepaid to be ready when I feel like, you know, I have more insight. So, you know, I feel like my Chiron, since I've been working on this book the last four years, I've been really in dialogue with core wounding and it's healing and transformation. So I feel like I'm actually in a really good and clear place, in fact. But I do feel the energy. Yeah. I feel kind of the collective um everything the collective. stress like it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I send love to it. You know, from the from the healthy place that I'm in. Like sending love to transmute right. and, and treat what is happening and going on. Right.
1: Right. We are talking with uh, Lisa Lucita here about her book The Chiron Effect, healing our core wounds through astrology, empathy and self forgiveness. Lisa Tahir is the uh, author. Lisa, um, real quick, I wanted to actually, I had it written down. I was going to start off with this. But with this book, you got a blurb about the book from the Dalai Lama? <laughs> his,
2: his Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, endorsed my book. Yes.
1: I'm that really honored. He,
2: thank you. And, you know, since you're I, met a you'll understand how this happened when I set the intention for his holiness to consider my work. I did it through spirituality. I began to meditate because I knew if I was to be considered, I had to really be on the frequency of compassion in the way that he is, compassion and forgiveness and loving kindness. And for me, it took honestly two years to kind of clean up my behaviors, the text messages I sent, the way I spoke to telemarketers, just the way I would do things in unconsciousness. Like I realized Mm -hmm. I had to clean all that up to receive His Holiness, even be in His vibration, energetically. And after two years of daily meditation, really seeking to change my own patterns, my own habits, the way I respond instead of react, I heard Him say in meditation, send me your book, I want to read it. And I emailed it, and it was less than a month that His Holiness gave me a beautiful endorsement saying that my book will be of interest to many and will greatly benefit
1: readers. Wow. That is wonderful. That is That's wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you. And well done. So I know you'll I'm get that. Sure
2: that. I know doing beautiful. the spiritual approach. Thank you.
0: Uh, you you it, bring it, up interestingly a interestingly
1: enough, enough. Oh, sorry, Ryan. A little bit of a we've got a little way, a little delay on in here, with, <laughs> <laughs> but you bring up a good Go point ahead, about Brian. how we talk how we talk to others, whether it be telemarketers or, or waiters or something. We we cannot think down upon them just because they're serving us. We, we need to I- enrich their lives just as much as we're trying to enrich our own.
2: Absolutely. And it's interesting you say that because I used to be a server and a bartender for years through college and grad school. So I've never <laughs> had issues there. I have endless patience. But it seemed to be with phone calls that I would get really short and abrupt and could be rude, in fact. And I didn't like that. About myself, but I decided to change it and really engage, like speak to the person like a human being and not just hang up on them, you know, to really be loving kind, like I imagine, you know, his holiness would be. And it started to really change my life. Like people started being so much kinder to me. So it's like that mirroring effect when, you know, we attract what we what we are. And that was just really beautiful, just a natural Betterment of my own life.
1: Mm-hmm. Certainly. Go ahead with what you were going to ask, Tamara.
0: Well, I was just going to say that one of my spiritual mentors, um, the Eagle King, Preston Thompson, he was a Native American elder and spiritual leader. And he was very, he, he was friends with the Dalai Lama. And, you know, obviously, spiritual leaders from all over the globe, you know, they get together and hang out. And and share valid, useful advice, you know, that the planet needs. And and um, he, he, I was just, I was just reflecting on something. One of my my spiritual leader, you know, the Dalai Lama. We can't wrap our mind around that life, you know, that reality, and and being in such devotion for humanity and raising the frequency and consciousness. And yes. But I, I experienced that many times of you when you bring your higher self, the best version of you, of compassion, love, empathy. With the, when you are truly feeling it within yourself, you radiate it, you know, and it truly yeah. is a like attracts like energy because we are so. Interconnected, we are truly all one. There's nobody that we can't come in a lot that we can't come align in alignment. And I was just being, you know, because spirit keeps trying to teach me that through the different people I've worked with. Of we're all stars here, right? There's no red carpet in the after uh, the afterlife (laughs) of enlightenment, right? And uh, so spirit like had me learn how to get into the frequency of of that you know, like you said, I had to get into the frequency of a man that invoked his life to, you know, I can't be an a-hole and expect to be in the frequency of the Dalai Lama, or <laughs> endorse me. but, but you you know, like you said, you devoted your love and channeled spirit, higher self information from the higher realm for four years, and I'm sure, obviously, your whole life and lifetime, but for this so it would make sense that that you would get in alignment with just as you know exactly. that spirit would say ask and just know that it is so and I think that it's just that knowing that spirit was like, see Dalai Lama's a man. He's just another human having a human experience. Yes. And yes. that he would grace you with that good work. And that is just awesome. I just love it.
2: Thank you so much. And my intention is for people to really fall in love with themselves through this book. Like that's my total intention that readers fall in love with who they are right now today, not needing to change a thing, just really feeling the love that source has for us. That's been one of the biggest changes and awarenesses in my life, just how loved we are because from that awareness, we can really love others and, change the way we're treating people for for the our own growth and upliftment and just everything being better.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um as a uh, social worker, a licensed clinical social worker, Lisa, do you use astrology when you're speaking with clients?
2: You know, and that's a that's an interesting question. Like Cameron was saying, I'm I'm not an astrologer. I'm a total psychotherapist. And so Mm -hmm. I've made myself an expert on Chiron. So I do use the Chiron placement with a client if they're interested. You know, not everyone Mm -hmm. that comes in is, but if the conversation, if they're curious and interested, I will definitely look at where their Chiron is to help them or I'll suggest it. If I feel like there's some kind of repetitive pattern because Chiron speaks to repetitive unconscious patterns that we kind of feel stuck in and not sure how to get out of. If I sense that might be happening, I'll just ask their birth info. And just in between sessions, be curious and research it myself to offer what I find in that next session. Clients can also book a month long intensive with me specifically for that purpose. Um, So, yeah, and I, I hope to use it more and more since the book is, releasing, you know, I hope for this to be a bigger part of my practice, certainly. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. Do – are we ever completely healed of our core wounds?
2: You know, that's a good question that I'd love to know. Yeah. Go on. What you <laughs>
1: gonna a say good I was going to say, I would think it'd be something that is a uh, uh, a long-term process, a, a healing process.
2: Yeah, And I'd love to know both of your thoughts because in true authenticity, there have been moments, I don't believe they are, there have been moments in my own life where something comes back up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is it really possible to truly heal this wound, you know? And and there there have been moments in my own life and I share about it in my book where I just became very disillusioned you know, with healing and these repetitive rehashing of traumatic memories. And I felt disempowered even as a client in therapy, doing my own healing when I was younger. And it wasn't until four years ago when I really felt led to ask the universe, like, what is beyond this? Like, what, you know, I really want to feel hope because hope is such a precursor for change that that's sustainable and long-lasting. And when I found this Chiron information, like, I really, for me, it was a key in my healing, that you know this this one specific area of vulnerability in my own self esteem, if I just really am really diligent to love myself and affirm myself in those ways, I've experienced total transformation. That even when I still feel triggered, it's not as deep. It doesn't go to that deep painful place of of really kicking myself. And, you know, so I do believe we can change and transform these wounds with compassion and self-forgiveness. I had never really forgiven myself for some of the things I experienced. I'm curious to know what you both think.
1: Wow. Tamara, go ahead with that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was going to say, I bet you're going to pass that right on to me, aren't
1: you? Well,
0: um, Lisa, I, I kind of feel like... Uh, Farley, you know I am thrice divorced. No, I'm divorced. I'm a divorced woman. Um, I was married for 22 years, and anybody that's ever been divorced, it, it, it is like a death. I mean, it is it is death of one reality and vulnerability that comes into you know going out and going why did that fail so to speak. Let alone what could I have done? What could we have done better? What you know? What did I do wrong? Kind of thing. So learning self-love looking for new relationship, you know, cause uh, I'm, I'm a Taurus and we love to love. Right. Um, yeah. And I believe we co-create well together on the planet, you know, with it or else we'd have just been put here solo. Right. But, um, so with that, it's like, I thought it was pretty good. You know, I've been separated for 10 years from my ex-husband and we, we filled a lot of the core wounds, you know, um, and co-creating children together and it's just like when you come into that piece of we did it okay you know it's like I, I'm pretty proud of you know putting the children first still even though the pain was so so deep and so intense and I don't think it was just for this lifetime and when we can look through it's like this was something we have signed up to do together deep internal. Internal. Mm. Have you found that with a lot of your clients lately? Like this is so far beyond just this timeline.
2: Yes. Just the here and now. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I I was curious about
0: that. Yeah. So with this cryon and Aries, as Ryan had mentioned, we're both, (laughs) we both have that. And I know Aries is retrograde right now. So obviously we're having to look at our, (laughs) re-look at our core wounds or, or what have you. What, what's going to happen when this goes direct? What happens when Mars goes direct? Is Cryon is and, and Aries, is, is, I mean, forgive me, for I do not know. What, what's going on next? Are we going to, like, feel the change within us as we heal through these core wounds?
2: Actually, I can't speak to the planets and the retrograde since I'm not an, an astrologer, so I don't know that okay. answer. But I do know that as we heal our personal Chiron core wounds, that we do start to feel better, that we do start to feel more freedom in our emotions and in our lives for sure. And I know for Chiron and Aries, just to speak again to you and Ryan's placement, that there's been like this intense search for a stable and strong identity that you both have, but you might judge yourselves that it's weak or that it's not good enough. And so, you know, to really affirm yourselves this show is great i've been listening today leading up till tonight you have wonderful guests so um yeah i mean i see yeah you're welcome does that answer adequately i know i'm not able to answer your direct question yes it does yes it does okay i was just
0: curious about with with the cry on in in aries of you know and obviously self-worth and you know ryan and i kind of joke about that um here and there you know um it, I mean, and it's good, I think, when you can joke. Don't you think that it's it like is. when we take our, our wounds so seriously? Like, we have to hold on to them. And I think we really take ourselves as uh, really, really serious here on this planet. And it really is, you know, from the perspective of being a medium, what, what, what the, you know, consciousness through the form of mediumship tells me is. It's like when we get out of this earth school, you know, we're we're free. It's like we're it's kind of yes. like you know, throw the throw the hat up. We're good, you know. So we can't do this earth school wrong. But but obviously, with you know, some things we don't get through, we have to repeat, right? Uh, it's like if you didn't learn it in this lifetime, you'll have another opportunity, and and I think we really want to get this right, right? We really want to show up in the best version of ourself that is heal whole and complete knowing our worth knowing our value knowing our loving boundaries for self and uh and givers you know there's always those givers and takers the empath and the narcissist that type of thing which are all you know we're all the same just in different ways we're all narcissists we're all empaths in some, you know just un, you know unhealed aspects of self but with the cryon, the wounded healer um, what would you say is the key aspect? Did you share this Aries? Is that right? The Aries cryon?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all three okay. of us. We have Chiron and Aries, yes. We <laughs> is
0: that funny by design, I believe. <laughs> that we all three yeah. are <laughs> What 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 is some of the the tools that you use to really become aware of it so you could really deeply come into alignment with just the best version of yourself he'll hold and complete
2: sure and i don't know the house placement for both of you it could be (laughs) excuse me different from mine so that would be the area that you experience this wound in your sense of value and worth but um okay you know so it could be different since i don't i don't have your birth information but in general it's really about um shifting from performance-based love to just love being loved because you just exist and really letting go of all the aspects and ways that you might perform over function. Um, We tend to be really good at anticipating other people's needs and and moving to meet them, you know, even sometimes if they don't ask and learning to pause, you know, let people come to you, to us and ask for what they need instead of taking care of it beforehand and really replenishing Mm -hmm. our own well like really feeling our own love tank. And for me, happiness, Tamara and Ryan, has been a, a focal point through this work is really what makes you happy. And taking time each day, certainly each week to do that, really have a day off for yourself with Chiron and Aries, especially take a full day off. And if you can't, you know, start with maybe a half a day off per week and to let yourself just, Get away from the emails and the and the things pertaining to others that you have to do for them and get back to, you know, and really just take some time to go walking. Like things where you're just unplugging. Is this resonating for either of you?
1: Oh, definitely, oh, definitely. I think my my own situation is 15 years uh, a police officer, and it really felt after a while like I was performing. I was going to each and each and every call and I had to say exactly the right thing. Uh, So I felt after a while I had to say, you know, to not um, offend anyone or I would get the complaint later on that, Oh, he wasn't as compassionate as he should have. Well, and and so (laughs) once, once I realized that, that, you know, I, I shouldn't try to perform. I just went and did the job and it, it seemed to go much, much smoother for me.
2: Yes. That's awesome that you were able to do that intuitively. Right. And, and you know, Ryan and Tamara, I find that a lot of intuitive people, a lot of healers, and I'm suspecting for both of you, you're naturally led to heal your, your core wounding of Chiron through your work. Like even this podcast, this transformation the podcast, it's all about life. Mm-hmm. This is a way that you're healing your Chiron because you're exposing spiritual truth, you know, to people who might not have known or have access. So in this way, you're being authentic because Chiron and Aries, is also really being about authentic, speaking your truth, even if others Mm -hmm. might disagree or might not like you. So y'all are both doing this just intuitively and naturally. And that's really exciting. That was exciting for me to discover. You really just got
0: to own it. Well, and and that's just it, you know. When I went to college for art and you know advertising, uh, being a psychic medium, of you know, being a mystic, I mean, it's in my job type wasn't really my plan, but it was my <laughs> spiritual plan, right? It was yeah. like, you know, and because I've done this professionally for twenty two years, and I started, you know, in Minnesota area and then Wisconsin, having small children, very rural small communities that this type okay. of work was, I mean, I was very much in the closet You in California. I mean, people can't really wrap their mind around, you know, the energetic, like, what are you, what do you do? Huh? Yeah, that challenging, Tamara,
2: to be that in that community.
0: weird, right? It's just like, so it was yeah. like, I was in this underground, I was in the, in the underground, so to speak, uh, you know, in this, in this area. And I mean, Obviously, my sister and I both do this work, so thank thank the heavens that I signed up with a sister that's also a mystic. So it was really kind of challenging at first to get into that. This is, this is who I am, and I have to you know, I have to appreciate this because so it was very um, you know, especially when you had because you don't want to hurt your children in any way. Of mom's mm-hmm. a freak, you know what's your mom doing? Right. Devil worshipping? <laughs> this sounds weird. You know, I have two little, you know, Catholic uh, children that, you know, and mommy talks to dead people. So it's been a very strange thing for them, I'm sure. To be curious to see where cryon is for them, having a mother yeah. that works in, in such a strange format. You know, it's, it, it, it's a peculiar life um, for sure. But I just think of just in the last five years, and the spirit told me all along, there's going to be many like you coming into, you know, into their awakening that they have gifts of service. And, um, and this is ancient. And, and so it's just been really, you know, we were some of the very few intuits on this, you know, in, in faith really. And now it's just, they are, are, are people waking up everywhere that, that this is just, you know, we've been kind of, we had the roadmap all along. We just it was just swimming from us, so to speak. Is that a question? Yes. I, just I, have you found that awareness uh, with you waking up into, like you said, you're a therapist, and I've worked obviously as a medium and you know with many healers from bartenders to hairdressers to psychotherapists, social workers. Um, I love these times that we're in that everybody is awakening to these ancient, yeah. ancient art forms, you know, and Christ def- was just yeah. discovered not that long How How In long 1977. Was Gion- it
2: was okay. discovered okay. in, ni- <laughs> yeah, 1977. So definitely in more recent times. Mm-hmm. Right. For these times,
0: right? I think we
2: discover things
0: and we evolve into the new awareness. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So being Gen Absolutely. Xers, I just think it's interesting. You know, I'm I'm a Gen Xer, or do you, you fall in the Gen X? Me too.
2: Yeah, I'm a Gen X as well.
0: Okay. Okay. okay, so I think it's very interesting with our time right now. You know, our role as being Gen Xers on the planet. Um, what What do you feel like the outcome for our just in a through healing of our stuff for the next generation? so to speak, because we evolved here on this planet, right? Do you think being openly able to discuss things that, that the shadow work that our parents didn't want to talk about, that's for sure.
2: Right. (laughs) Um, But we've had to fight for
0: our right to party.
2: (laughs) So have you found that to be
0: true with many of your clients?
2: Well, that's where I was going to go with it, that in my experience, I have my Gen X friends, most of them are mothers, And I've just really noticed the different way that they're parenting and my clients as well from how I was raised, how they were raised. There's so much more nurturing and and really the kids being friends with their parents, like really hanging out, wanting, you know, there's not that authoritative style that that I experienced or kind of like out of mind, out of sight, that I see Gen X parents really like wanting to be connected to their kids. Especially you know when they're in high school college, and it's been really awesome to see to see that and I don't know if that's universal, I know it's universal in my personal community, and I've just really loved noting that difference and like the kids growing up and being more well adjusted even and kinder right. and just you know more diverse and accepting of differences.
0: Wow, I've noticed with the children, you know the the obviously I work with their mothers and then many times they'll bring their children. And what I have noticed with my children's generation, you know, the, the, the millennials and then, you know, how many do we have now? You've got the wise, the millennials, I don't know. There's a lot of them, but the children today, I, I just see that they came here with this knowledge. I mean, I feel like very out of date. They have just come here so much more enlightened than we are
2: I yes, I feel like that too.
0: That. <laughs> They're really cool. I feel like we can learn so much from that. Yeah, I feel like our Gen X uh, is just so outdated, and what it, I've learned so much from even some of my young students. You know, it's like I had to work to open that third eye back up. Even though I've been a medium my whole life, it was like that fear. They don't have it. They think we're ridiculous with all the. I mean, the ones I have worked with with the, all of the suffering. <laughs> Why are you working so hard at this? Why are you making such a big mm-hmm. deal about this? They're so much more mindful, my children included, so much more mindful than the over worrying, you know, like I've got this. And I've also discovered, and I mean, obviously, this isn't, you know, overall, many of them have no desire to drink or do anything or, you know. the, the Yeah, or
2: drugs. The, I've totally the, noticed that.
0: It, they're, they're just so much like, we don't need that to be in our highest frequency.
2: Yeah. I'd like to
0: think that we, I, I'd like to think the Gen X generation transmuted a lot but of I like that the, the lower too. density of the patriarch. You know, it's like we really, you know, and Felt that. strangely enough, and I don't know if you guys are, but I think of my earth school, my high school, you know, I'm still friends with many, many of my high school students. You know, my high school Classmates. Yeah, we go and have our own life. But, and I see that to be very, very common with Gen Xers that they're still very in touch with their tribe from their whole life, where many people graduate and never talk to those people ever again. But I think we healed through <laughs> so much in our high school experience that yes. we just have that compatibility with Fun. those people of like, can you believe, can you believe we got through the 80s alive? You know, um,
2: <laughs> so have you noticed that could be true with your clients, Lisa? Well, I can tell you this weekend, I'm going to the beach with six of my best high school girlfriends that we've stayed oh, in touch ever since graduation. So yes to that, that, and my clients that, as that, well that, that are, yeah.
0: Yep. I have six high school friends that we, and, and the strange thing too, attract like the like they're all in the healing arts in some way, shape, or form. I'm I'm the crazy psychic medium, but but you know, and certified hypnotherapist, but social worker, high school guidance counselor. I mean, we're all in that same. It's like, and we we, we were a little bit rebellious in the '80s. I'm not going to lie, but um, but yet it's just so fun to be able to share that that healing. It is the
2: history, that, you know,
0: to share those the stories to see how far we've come through such. Diversity, such core wounds, right? And it's just like yeah. that wounded cryon healer. We all became healers, right? Because you you learn cool. compassion through Very those cool. core wounds, and and so yeah, it, it was obviously with these crazy lockdowns and stuff. We uh, a big shout out to my high school friends, and it sounds like you guys are going to have a wonderful... What beach are you going to?
2: We're going to a beach on the Gulf Coast here. I'm in New Orleans, so it's. It's only a couple oh, hours away wonderful. from New
0: Orleans. Thank you. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's going to be a wonderful time for you. I'm sorry. I'm it's going to be special. Into my Thank list. you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, when, when women, you know, the goddesses gather like that, it's for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So just yo, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Thank you. Sorry, Ryan. We kind of—you got to come to the goddess party just there for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan has no problem. Hanging. Ryan has no problem, and that's why I adore Ryan. You know, I—I I would bring my college friends over, and he was always the designated driver. He's such a good man. But, um, but no, Ryan is a Virgo, and I know you said you're not an astrologer, but you know he has such compassion. Um, and I know, you know, we're just getting back in the radio. He hasn't done this for a long time. So he's kind of, he was that guy that was doing radio and, and very, you know, into the spiritual arts. And then, you know, he was a police officer, you know, as a sheriff yeah, that's for, no for cool. many years. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the coolest? It's just such an Archangel Michael. What kind of advice can you give Ryan for, you know, being a police officer, how to be that healer again in this different time of being back in the radio. And, and I, I just feel like you have something for him. I'll, I'll leave you with that.
2: Well, Ryan, are you still a police officer?
1: I am not. No, I, I retired. Okay.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you for protecting us. I love some of my police officer friends to me. It's one of the most demanding professions you could be in. And so just thank you for putting yourself at risk like that to protect your community. And I, I, yeah, you're welcome. I feel like you're really right on track with the show and the podcast and the way you interact with guests. I just feel like you're really just listen to your intuition. Keep listening to your intuition is Mm -hmm. what comes to my mind. Does that resonate for you?
1: It absolutely does. And that kind of brings me up. Tell me about your podcast.
2: Oh, thank you. It's uh, all things. (laughs) And, For me, I was terrified and equally excited to start a podcast in 2016. So I know when I have that feeling of terror and joy, it's like you got (laughs) to do it. And and I'm so glad because like you, you know, I get to meet so many people I never would have had access to, and have Mm -hmm. these really wonderful conversations. And so I love it. Even I still get nervous, you know, a little before every show. But I think that's a positive thing. It means we care about what we're doing. Absolutely. And uh, I
1: I love podcasting. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's
2: therapy for a the therapist. The, I like to
1: think of
0: it as. <laughs>
1: there you go. There you go. It's, but part of the fun for me has been finding people like you, Lisa, and 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 getting mm-hmm. the word out, getting these these books out to you know to 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 the masses. Thank
2: you for so that. Speaking.
1: And I, yes. I hope it sells like that. And by the way, it's published by Inner Traditions. Don't you love them? Aren't they the best? Yes. They've been so
2: wonderful to work with. (laughs) Uh, They've been just delightful, every person, their ethic, their just kindness, and they put out great books on spirituality and metaphysics.
1: They do. I've gotten so many authors to be on the show, and you are all so wonderfully great, and the books are always so interesting. Uh, Let uh, listeners know where they can get the book.
2: They can actually go to my website, Therapy, N-O-L-A, T H E R A P Y, and there's a link to get my book. It's available on Amazon, on barnesandnoble.com, and then through Inner Traditions. And there's another site as well. So NOLA Therapy has all of the sites, but you can just even Google my name, Lisa Tai here, The Chiron Effect, or go to Amazon.
1: Okay, excellent. Everything can be found on Amazon.
0: Yes, Is it in an audio version? Is it an audio? Yeah, version,
2: Yeah, it will be. You know what? I have just, I, I caught a cold a month ago. And so I only have one, two hour recording session left to do some <laughs> pickups, some clear up some of the things. <laughs> so the audio book, yes, is being released. It's out on Kindle right now. So there will be an audio version. We are just finishing it. So it'll be ready for the November 17th launch date.
1: Wonderful.
0: I, if wonderful. you know, being a hit, publisher, that's it'll awesome. come to you
2: now. Yeah, thank you, and it's oh, on Kindle awesome. as well.
0: Fantastic. Our listeners thank you. definitely should get this work. It's, I mean, healing through our stuff right now is going to make things so much better. And you know, it's work. You know, to have to just go within and and be gentle on ourselves, and more loving and passionate yeah. to ourselves because we, you know, good people. The hardest on themselves, you know, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's just that's just awesome that you, you thank put you a lot of time and what an endorsement from the Dalai Lama. That's just
1: that's just great, lovely,
0: <laughs> lovely, lovely. That's
2: great. I'm really happy to uh, offer this paradigm. You know, it's just another paradigm that resonates <laughs> with some, and, and I just want people to be happier and really love themselves and and each other. Right,
0: right, that's so and lovely. and
2: I think. It, Gen Xers are really
0: breaking the mold of we are the new healers, we are the new shaman of our generation, yeah, and we're gonna look a little and we're gonna look a little bit different than you know his holiness and and but that doesn't mean you know we're not having a human experience and teachers of this ancient wisdom, right so Absolutely. um we're, we're, authenticity is definitely why we're here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to, it to is. Say,
0: yes, we're having a human experience, and you know, but bringing the, the best loving self and being our authentic self and knowing that we signed up for this these times because we love Earth School. <laughs> we are yeah. always students because it has yes. its perks, doesn't it? Trips to New Orleans with our high school friends that's, that's what we do it for, right? It's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Uh, The book, folks, is called The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. The author is Lisa Tahir, and she has been our guest tonight. Lisa, this has been so much fun. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Ryan. Thank Thank you, you, Tamara. I appreciate being your guest tonight. Thank
1: you. The pleasure is ours.
2: You're welcome.
0: Absolutely. Have a wonderful night, guys. Both of you as well.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And Tamara, I tell you, you know, we have the best guests on this show. Don't you think? Ryan cuz
0: you intuitively pick them. Well, I'm I, so proud I, of your. I, Yeah. Yeah, you're working with so. your higher so. self.
1: Yeah. I think so. They're no, all know. so good. But when I can work with with these publishers like this Inner Traditions and I know I'm I'm maybe it sounds corny, but Inner Traditions mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they on my old terrestrial radio show, you know, 20 years ago, they got me guests all the time and send me the books, and the, their guests are always so knowledgeable and such good communicators, just like Lisa. And, uh, you know, if you can go to innertraditions.com and take a look at the books there, are you familiar with them? No,
0: I'm not. I'm, no? Okay. I'm just, like I said, I love learning, and I'm learning new things. Yep. Um,
1: go to go to dot com and, and those, look at the book there.
0: I definitely will, and you have Lisa's book right in front of you there, don't you?
1: I do. Yes, I do.
0: Yeah, I just got okay, it today. Can, well, when you're done with it, pass it on to a girl. Um, yeah. When <laughs> sure. I get good, when I get good stuff like that, I love to promote it to my clients because I mean, I'm. Anything I work with or anything I read, I share that good wisdom and that knowledge. You know, if somebody's taken that much time and love and compassion to get downloaded this creative work for humanity, and it, you know, it, and I just, like I said, I was just like, uh, you know, I'm a junkie with this. I'm I just a total, you know, tools of life and having the best life ever junkie. And this, sounds like it's some good stuff and I am looking forward to I love audiobooks myself because I, I absorb it audio I, I like to have the tangible written word as well mm-hmm. but uh when she was talking about um you know having a cold and doing audio I just flash you know being a, a hypnotherapist done and I've recorded several hypnosis you know scripts over the years and it's like that would happen so often. It's like the worst timing ever sometimes that you get a call. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, even when we listen to back to some of our the- audio, it's like, right. It's like, are you kidding me? But this time of year <laughs> was very commonly when we do our recording, right? We yeah, get that divine yeah. inspiration to, you know, in, in Wisconsin, right? We get that divine inspiration to be like, Okay, the holiday, you know, because, you know, being a mystic and, you know, October is a very busy month. We've always had events with unexplained research, you know, traveling the country or working at different haunted portals, being a paranormal researcher and stuff. We'd, we'd travel around and we'd get cold. We'd, you know, work with people and we'd cry. Oh, there goes the music. There
1: goes the music. Time, time to wrap life. up. <laughs> okay, wrap
0: it up. okay there we go. Have a wonderful night, Ryan.
1: Okay, you too, Tamara. Care. Thank you. Once again, folks, Bye-bye. on Wednesday, John Russell, psychic John Russell, will talk about his book "Writing with Ghosts, Angels, and Spirits of the Dead," and we'll also take your calls for mini psychic readings. That happens on Wednesday right here on eight, at eight o'clock on the Ryan Lindsay show. We'll talk then Hi. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to The Ryan Lindsay Show. Visit RyanLindsayShow.com for more information.